the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. If you look at the people God calls into a service, you'll find that he equips them to perform whatever it is he sets before them to do. Listening today as Pastor Rander explores this anointing and appointing process as it relates to one of the most interesting people in the Bible in this message, Samson, a judge who was chosen and consecrated by God but was negligent with his Nazarite vow. He'll be speaking from a number of scriptures, so get pen and paper ready as we begin. Uh, Judges chapter 15, verses 15 and 16, it says, He found a fresh jawbone of a donkey, reached out his hand and took it, and killed a thousand men with it. Then Samson said, With the jawbone of a donkey, heaps upon heaps. With the jawbone of a donkey, I have slain a thousand men. You know, one man killing a thousand men with the jawbone of a, of a, of a donkey? Can you say, I don't know who he had that thing uh, tied to, but... They come and every time he hit one drop, because when he, he was so strong, when he popped them, they instantly died. Instantly died. He and he didn't miss. You know, remind me some character on television. Where he, I'd get out of this man's way. A thousand men were killed by one man who had supernatural strength from God. Number six, Samson. You know, the strength of this man. Samson pulled up the doors, the post and bars of the city gate of Gaza, put those, put the doors, the posts and the bars on his shoulder and carried them 40 miles away to the top of the hill that faces Hebron. In Judges chapter 16, verse three, it says, and Samson lay low till midnight because they were after him and he knew it. Then he arose at midnight took hold of the doors of the gate of the city and the two doorposts, pulled them up, bar and all, and put them on his shoulder and carried them to the top of the hill that faces Hebron. Wow, we can better take something heavy, five steps. And he went all of these miles. So this man had supernatural strength from God. He was stronger than Hercules, Superman, and all put together. This man had strength. From God. Now, allow me to give you a series of Samson's bad decisions. I want to give you a series of Samson's bad decisions. Now, see, Samson was a judge of Israel. Listen to me closely. He was a leader in Israel. He had the Nazarite vow upon him. He was given supernatural strength. He was set apart for devotion to God and God and his divine purposes. Yet this man made a mess of his life, even though a leader of Israel and even a judge of Israel. But don't get too hard on Samson, you know, because all the Samsons are not gone. Uh, we, too, have messed up on God, even though God has entrusted us with his word. 
and uh, with, uh, trusted us to with his gospel and all of these things. And we have failed God as well. So allow me to give you a series of Samson's bad decisions. Number one, Samson broke his Nazarite vow to God by touching the carcass of the lion, which was forbidden by God. Beloved, it is very important that we keep our vows that we make to the Lord. Samson was the, was all, Samson also defiled himself by eating the honey that was from the carcass of the lion. Remember, he wasn't supposed to touch anything dead. Samson violated Jewish law because any contact with a dead body, including that of an animal, made one ritually unclean. In Judges chapter 14, verses 8 and 9, it says, After some time, when he returned to get her, he turned aside to see the carcass of the lion. And behold, a swarm of bees, uh, swarm of bees and honey were in the carcass of the lion. And he took some of it in his hand and went along eating it. When he came to his father and mother, he gave some to them. And they also ate, but he did not tell them that he had taken the honey out of the carcass of the lion. He in other words, he held the secret from his parents. Your secret sins will affect those closest to you and also spread and weaken the Lord's church. You know why the church is not where she should be? Why the church is not like a light set up on the hill? Why the church is so anemic, so impotent? It's because you got so many saints who come to church looking holy, but they're not living holy. You got so many Christians who are walking the walk, who are talking the talk, but they're not walking the walk. It's one thing to say you're saved, but it's another thing to live like you are saved. And, and, and so your secret sins will affect those closest to you and also will spread and weaken the Lord's church as well as your family. Just because no one knows about your secret sins does not mean that there will not be a day of reckoning before God. Unless you repent. Some of you think because people don't know what, what you've done, because your mother don't know, because your wife don't know, your husband don't know uh, that you you've gotten by. No, you've not gotten by. There is a coming day of reckoning that you will answer to God for your sins. You may get by, but you will not get away. Be sure your sins will find you out. The scripture says, but he did not tell them, his parents, that he had taken the honey out of the carcass of the lion. You young folk, be honest with your parents. Be transparent with your, with your parents. Uh, stop hiding things to your own detriment. And you grown folk in here, stop hiding your sin and living like the devil on on Saturday and showing up looking holy on Sunday. God knows your heart like no one else. Why don't you say amen? Number two, Samson desired another bad decision. Samson desired a relationship with a woman who was not from the Lord. He desired a relationship with a woman who was not from the Lord. The scripture says in Judges chapter 14, verse two. So he went up and told his father and mother, saying, I have seen a woman in Timnah of the daughters of the Philistines. Now, therefore, get her for me as a wife. However, his parents did not agree with Samson's requests because the scripture says in Judges 14, 3, then his father and mother said to him, is there no woman among the daughters of your brethren or among all my people that you must go and get a wife 
from the uncircumcised Philistines. And Samson said to his father, get up for me. You know, he didn't hear the counsel. He just want what he wanted when he wanted it. Get up for me. Just like your children, you tell you can't have it. And then I want it. Mother, please. Why? Why can't? I'm old enough. I'm 18. I'm 17. You're still a child. You're still under your mother's roof. And you obey. But he, he disregarded the counsel of his parents. And even after his parents said, hey, why are you going there? Why don't you take a, 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 a girl from our people? He's, he disregarded that and said, get her for me, for she pleases me well. My friends, it's amazing that even though intermarriage with pagan women was forbidden by God, it was through Samson's proposed marriage that God was seeking to bring about the defeat of the Philistines. The scripture says in Judges 14, 4, but his father and mother did not know that it was from the Lord, that he was seeking an, op- an, an occasion to move against the Philistines. For at that time, the Philistines had dominion over Israel. The Philistines were oppressing Israel because Israel had fallen into sin and they, they, had, they, they were apostate. They, they were in a state of anarchy. And so these are occasions in scriptures where even though his perfect will is not being done, God sovereignly overrules and works through the rebellion of his people to accomplish his divine purposes. Even though intermarriage wasn't, I mean, was forbidden, here we see God even overruling in the rebellion to still accomplish his divine purpose even though it was not his perfect will. Number three, Samson allowed his love for a Philistine woman to blind and deceive him. Don't be so uh, in love with a person that you lose your common sense. Don't allow love to become blinding. As Pastor Draper continues the message, as unbelievable as it may seem, God calls, equips, and uses ordinary people to do extraordinary things. This applies to people just like you and I. Uh, We just have to ensure we're not negligent of our responsibilities. Join us today as Pastor Rander continues to explore this topic in this message, Samson, a judge who was chosen and consecrated by God, but was negligent with his Nazarite vow. He'll be teaching from a number of scriptures, so get pen and paper ready as we begin. We must never allow our fleshly desires, our emotion, and our will to usurp the the word of God in our lives. Whenever you put your desires, your fleshly appetites, your, 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 your impulses, your desires, your emotion, oh, he gives me goosebumps. You can't live life by your goosebumps. Or your fuzzy feeling or because he's handsome, because she's cute. You better ask the question before you even date. Is he or she from the Lord? Don't y'all say amen. Beloved, a series of bad decisions will make life so difficult for you. As in the case of Samson, you cannot make progress in your walk with the Lord while continually making bad decisions. Therefore, you must first repent, confess your sins Cry out to God for wisdom, turn to the Lord, ask him for divine guidance through life's decisions. 
If not, you will spiral into sin, resulting in confusion, depression, being disheartened, disappointed, which will bring on unnecessary trouble and even premature death. Do you realize you can live so wickedly and so away from God until you end up in an early grave because of your sinfulness, because of your secret sins, and because of your rebellious ways? Number four, Samson made the decision to live by sight and not by faith. That's big. Which means we must refuse to allow the lust of the eyes to deceive or get us into trouble. We must not live by sight, but rather we must live by faith. But Samson did just the opposite. He made a decision to live by what? Sight and not by faith. In Judges chapter 14, verses 1, 2, and 3, it says, One day when Samson was in Timnah, one of the Philistine women caught his eye. I think you men know about uh, ladies catching the eye. You got a wife there. She, she caught your eye at some place at some time. And all of you went in the church when she caught your eye. <laughs> so, 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 so one of the Philistine women caught Samson's eye. When he returned home, he told his father and his mother, a young Philistine woman in Timna caught my eye. I want to marry her. Get her for me. His father and mother objected. Isn't there even one woman in, in our tribe among the Israelites you could marry, boy? And they asked, why must you go to the pagan Philistines to find a wife? But Samson told his father, get her for me. She looks good to me. Now, let me tell you something. Everything that glitters isn't gold. You better not, don't you live by what you see with your eyes. That's right. Don't you live by what they're driving. Don't, don't live by the style and the dress and the money. You got to know that that person is from the Lord. If they're not from the Lord, what is a car? What, what are muscles and biceps? What is cuteness? And you got a cute devil. Get up for me. She looks good to me. By me, 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 my, my, me, me. It's all about you and you destroy your family because you're so doggone selfish. It's all about you to your own detriment. Refuse to allow your eyes to entangle your life. Now, y'all need to write that down. I hope you're writing. Did you get that? Refuse to allow your eyes to entangle your life. You teenagers out here, go slow. Don't get in a hurry. Stop talking about being you 13, 14 years old, talking about you in love. You don't know how to spell love. You're not in love. That's right. That's right. You get your education. Learn how to count. Read, write, and stay in the, stay in the right bathroom. That's right. You biologically a boy, go in the boys' restroom. You biologically a girl, you go in the girls' restroom. And stop talking about how, if you, whatever you feel like, that's where you go. That's of the devil. These policies are hellish in nature. You parents, you women, you women, your mothers, teach your daughters how to be a lady. And you act like a lady, dress like a lady, look look like a lady. You men, uh, no woman can teach your boy how to be a man. It takes a man to teach a boy how to be a man and to walk like a man and not be switching all over the place. Straighten up 
and be who you're supposed to be in the Lord. Satan wants to reverse the order and he's doing a good job with the help of the media. I don't care what they all say. Straighten up and walk right and conform your life to the authoritative word of the living God. She looks good to me. Refuse to allow your eyes to entangle your life, nor allow your sight to overrule your spiritual discernment. Ooh, do, refuse to allow your sight to overrule your spiritual discernment. You can't see uh, uh, on, the, on the spiritual level that God wants you to see because, because love and foolishness and your flesh has blinded your spiritual discernment. You say, what is spiritual discernment? Spiritual discernment is the God-given ability to discriminate and to discern truth from error, right from wrong, good from evil. You can, you can look through the subliminal stuff that's all foggy and you can identify a lie, spot it out, and call it for what it is. 1 John 2, 16 says, for all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life is not of the Father, but is of the world. During that time and in that culture, marriages were contracted by the parents. You, you, children didn't bring their boyfriend or girlfriend home or their fiancé and say, this is who I'm going to marry. The, 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 the parents decided who their children would marry. During that time, in that culture, marriages were contracted by the parents as seen in Genesis 21, 21, where Ishmael's mother took a wife for him. The scripture says he dwelt in the wilderness of Paran and his mother took a wife for him from the land of Egypt. Samson insisted that his parents get this young Philistine woman he desired as his wife. Even though Samson's parents were disturbed and disagreed with his decision, they allowed Samson to have his way. The parents allowed Samson to have his way. Now, something I want to say in that, look, parents, say what you want. Parents, oh, I don't hear you talking. Parents, parents, you do your children a disservice when you allow them to always get their way. Don't you let them break you down to the point. Oh, go on. I'm tired of you. Listen, be strong. Don't let them have their way. Don't let them rule the house. Don't, don't you become the child. The, that child needs to stay the child. You are the authoritative figure. That's right. You give the guidance, the direction. Ask, now, parents, ask the Lord for wisdom when telling your children yes, ask the Lord for wisdom when telling your children no, and ask the Lord for wisdom when, when the Lord is saying, you know what, that's a good thing you're asking for, but you're too young. Not now. You got to wait. If you put some car keys in your 10-year-old child that wants to drive, well, he's going to kill himself, and you're going to be in jail because you gave him the key. You see, he wasn't, nothing wrong with him wanting to drive the car. He was just, what, too young and immature to handle that kind of responsibility. Ask the Lord for wisdom when telling your children yes, no, or wait. Then look at it, let me put this caveat on it. And with love and gentleness, tell them why. 
say, son, this is not wise that you do this. And here, here are three reasons. Let me give them to you. And I, uh, matter of fact, I want you to repeat them back after I tell you, because I want you to understand. I'm not saying no just to be saying no. My job, I'm your spiritual covering. I want to see you have a healthy, well-balanced balanced life. And I want to see you with some spiritual boundaries so that you know how far to go. And God has me here as your guardian to guide you so that when you leave this home, you can make the same kinds of decisions without destroying and ruining yourself. The scripture says in the book of Judges, chapter 14, verse 5 and verses 10 and 11. So Samson went down to Timnah with his mother and father and came to the vineyard of Timnah. So his father went down to the woman and Samson gave a feast there for the young men used to do so. And it happened when he saw when they saw him, they brought 30 uh, they that they brought 30 companions to be with them. These were Philistines. Samson was controlled by the lust of the flesh. He was controlled by the lust of the eyes and the pride of life rather than by the law of God. He was a judge of Israel. Uh, he was a spiritual leader in Israel, and yet he was led by the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. And it's a, day, it's a sad day when spiritual leaders in the church are unspiritual. I mean, uh, spiritual leaders of the church can't lead people in the way of righteousness in God because you got those in the pulpit who've had four and five wives. Those in the pulpit flirting with other another man's wife. Those who are in a pulpit who are on drugs and pornography and all these things, and they are in the pulpit without an anointing from God. Let me tell you something. You need a person who's a deacon, an elder, a bishop, or whomever, a Sunday school teacher, a counselor, or whatever, youth minister. They need to have an anointing from God to give leadership and, and when Leadership is led by the flesh. You're going to have an unspiritual congregation. You're going to have a congregation that is spiritually weak and impotent because the congregation can be no stronger than her leadership. Are y'all hearing me? Samson allows self-centeredness to consume his life to his own detriment. So many Christians bring trouble on themselves because they trust what they see with their eyes instead of trusting the word of the living God. Like Samson, you are destined for hardship, adversity and hardship when you allow the appetites of your own flesh to be control of your life instead of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit lives in you. He, 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 is, he lives in you. He wants to be at home in you. He wants to guide you, govern you, direct you, and, and to restrain you from killing yourself and making a mess out of your life. Let me give you an important critical scripture to hang your hats on. Romans chapter 8 verses 5 through 6 says, For those who live according to the flesh set their minds on the things of the flesh. But those who live according to the spirit... The things of the spirit for the carnally minded is death. 
You want to live by the impulses of the flesh? Whatever your body wants to do, you just give it. Whatever your body wants drugs, you give your body drugs. Your body wants pornography, you give it pornography. Your body wants you to over-tattoo yourself, you over-tattoo yourself. You even tattoo your tongue. But but to be spiritually minded, to be spiritually minded is is to have the mind of Christ, is life and peace. Number five, when Samson made the decision to marry a wife who was from the uncircumcised Philistines who were Israel's enemy, he sinned against God and started his spiritual decline. Israel was forbidden by God to intermarry with pagan women. Women was his weakness and women began to bring him down. And let me tell you something, my friend, we'll be talking about that a little bit later. All of us have spiritual weaknesses. And if you don't work on those weaknesses and the power of the Holy Spirit, those weaknesses will overtake you and bring you to your spiritual and even physical demise. God says, don't intermarry with foreign pagan women. Let me give you some scriptures on that. Deuteronomy chapter 7, verses 1 through 3, it says, When the Lord your God brings you into a land which you go to possess, and has cast out many nations before you, the Hittites and the Gergesites and the Amorites and the Canaanites and the Perizzites and the Edvites and the Jebusites, seven nations greater and mightier than you. And when the Lord your God delivers them over to you, you shall conquer them and utterly destroy them. You shall make no covenant with them, nor show mercy to them, nor shall you make marriages with them. You shall not give your daughters to their sons, nor take their daughters for your sons. Do not intermarry. Why? Because they're going to lead you away from the true and living God into idolatry and sensuality and stuff that grieve and break the heart of God and will cause judgment to come upon you. Thank you for tuning into this program for the Maranatha Bible Church Broadcast Ministry. This broadcast is supported in part by your generous financial contributions, and we invite you to partner with us in spreading this important word throughout our local community and the world. If the Lord spoke to you in this message, let us know. Call us at 210-821-5683. Even better, come and visit us at 7855 East Loop 1604 North, Converse, Texas, 78109, directly across from Randolph Air Force Base. Visit our website at www.maranathasa.org where you will find an archive of audio and video messages. You can also find service times, directions to the church, upcoming events, and much, much more. Tune in tomorrow as Pastor Draper continues to teach us from the Word of God. Thank you for joining us today, and may the Lord's blessings be upon you. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.